TheOAMNetwork.com. Episode of Sports 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 Queued Up, presented by Side Street Grill. I am the host, Quentin Bailey. You find us on the OAM Network. Um, today, I'm joined by the chef of Sports Talk, CJ. What's up, dude? And little Big Greg. What's up, man? What's going on, big brother? You doing all right? I'm all right, man. A lot, a lot of stuff to go over. And normally, you know, I record on Mondays. It drops on Wednesday. So normally, the big news always happens on Tuesday. So I miss it and then forget it the next week, right? Well, we got some stuff that went down today. So we're going to hop right on it. Uh, so the Tom Brady suspension is back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's gonna try to appeal, try to fight, but uh, basically the court said Roger Goodell's in the right. Um, so he's probably gonna miss some games this time. He won't be able to finagle his way out of it. If he would last year, he had a chance to be like, "I'm sorry, I did this, whatever," and it probably would have got down to one game. Right. Right. Now he's probably he's there's no gonna be no probably uh, setback of just two games, one game. Goodell's gonna stick it to him. What's the uh, concrete evidence in the in the Deflate gate. The concrete, there is none. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think he's keeping on appealing, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, you don't have to be found guilty to be well, in trouble. Yeah. Because this isn't a, uh, a legal case. Yeah. So, if Goodell finds you guilty, then Goodell punishes you. You know, and that's a lot of problem that the players have is he's a judge, jury, and execution. He's getting quite the track record. But they signed that player's agreement. And that was in there. Mm-hmm. So now that it's backfiring, you guys, you guys got your money. Right. And now it's backfiring and you don't like it. Well, you know, you're going to have to deal with it for another couple yeah. years. Uh, so he's going to get some suspended. You know what I mean? Was it full I think he's guilty, too. I'm just wondering. Like, no doubt he's guilty. But yeah. he should be, he should be, have to be found guilty. I think the big issue was he destroyed the phone. Is that, wasn't that the big thing? Yeah, like, that shouldn't matter. Because, you know, his, his excuse was valid. He says... I destroyed my phone because I don't want it to fall in the hands of like TMZ or something like that. Right. I'll destroy all my old phones, and you can't prove that he hasn't. Right. Did the Bob Boy step forward as well and admit to it? I think he did. Yeah, everyone's which kinda, is good evidence. Every, I mean, I haven't seen anybody say anything. I've just seen reports of leaning towards making him look guilty. You know what I mean? I haven't seen anyone in front of a camera or a microphone. And hell, they got the worst track record of cheating, being caught cheating anyhow. Yeah, Yeah, but what happened with the Patriots 10 years ago, 12 years ago, should not be held against Tom Brady right now. No. You know what I mean? Every case should be individual. It is, though. Yeah. It absolutely is. But you get less of a benefit of a doubt. If you got a track record. I felt like this when it happened, though. Even the deflate gate. Now, I know he didn't admit he did anything or whatever. And if you didn't do it, I would fight, too, you know. He'll Pete Rose that shit. Uh, He'll take yeah. it to the grave. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just so many breaks that they've got in New England. I mean, even from the situation with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just continues to go back where you just you get pissed off in New England. You have no choice but to. Yeah. Well, They're, they're try- definitely not they're, America's sweetheart. <laughs> they're, they're trying to be the new America's team. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck that shit. So they give them all the breaks. Uh, but I felt like this when it happened, man. The incident, I understand, is detrimental like to the uh, legacy of the game, the spirit of the game and all that. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like corking a bat. You know what I mean? So on a first offense, a quarter of a season? Yeah, that's a lot. That, I just think that's a touch much. I think it – but it, it is obviously because of the aura that is the Patriots. The next I mean? question definitely has to be, do you think they can withstand not having Tom Brady four games? I don't have their schedule in front of me. Yeah. Uh but I would, I would say two and two at worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
just because it's the system. Usually they start off with a pretty tough opponent, you know. Well, the division's a lot tougher. You and I talked, probably the toughest division in the league going in. I think in. it is, yeah. And um, so I have to look at their schedule. I don't know. Right. But I, I wouldn't suspect they would cost them a playoff spot. Yeah. You know, if anything like that. Uh, I think it might end up biting them in the butt, man. Like you said, I have to look at the schedule. It might cost them home field advantage, but the New England, as long as Brady's playing healthy. And as mm-hmm. long as Miami's Miami. Well, it's not only Brady, man, because they struggled this year without Gronk. Like, they've had some other guys that kind of oh, yeah. hurt them, you know Oh, what yeah. I mean? I mean, I've said it all along. Gronk is more important to Brady than Brady is to the Patriots. Yeah. Because Patriots without Brady aren't winning. Brady without Gronk isn't winning. Yeah, it's tit for tat. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so... If he doesn't have some kind of weapon to go so, to... I mean, but I'm know. not, not going to project injuries, even right. though we would expect they would happen to certain players. I'm not going to project them onto them. No Tom Brady doesn't mean that they have five running backs out, six right. linemen out, you know what I mean, two linebackers, this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. like what happened to him last year. And uh, so won't do that. I don't think Brady alone missing four games will hurt them. If it's at the beginning of the season, if he sets the appeal like last year, it almost happened at the it, if he would have lost the appeal, the suspension would have came at the end of the season. That can cost him. Yeah, definitely. But if it's the first four games of the year, I think they can bounce back uh, without any type of issue of getting into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they'll control their own destiny, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is beat your division teams, man, when it matters most. Josh Norman, all right, uh, the Carolina Panthers rescind his contract or franchise tag, which was going to pay him roughly $13, $14 million a year. Uh, it was probably going to lead to a bigger issue uh, I heard he was willing to sign the the, the thing. last minute. Yeah, but the paperwork had been filed to rescind the uh, franchise tag, so they couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I don't think there's any like love loss or anything. Mm-hmm. I think you just understand you're going to be stuck in a similar situation next year, and this could, uh, if he gets hurt, if uh, he becomes a nuisance in the locker room, yeah, build, uh, you know, complaining about a contract. He doesn't have like a history that. of that stuff. He doesn't, though. and I'm yeah. not. I'm not trying to imply that he would do that. Yeah, but this he, is the time where you can, you know, uh, make your voice heard without hurting the team too bad. And, and, you if know? and if you're the owner, you feel like, you know what, you're a really good player, but I'm not maxing you out. This is a system defense that I have. Right. Uh, you were not a star till last season. And they got a track record of putting any old anybody in there and they making them good play defense. really well. Absolutely. Uh, secondary especially. So I agree with the move. I think it's a big loss. Yeah. But you did it before the draft. So you got a chance to kind of rebuild the position and uh, and just hope. I kind of think it's a pretty good sign the dude stuck to his guns. He's yeah, like, absolutely. you know what, I'm not going to max you out. I respect uh, it, too. You know, pay you Revis money to uh, play in a system, basically. Yeah, so Washington pays him Revis money, and pretty much, you know, $51 million guaranteed, man. Well, because right. it was a bidding war. What do you mean? It became a bidding war pretty much because Washington couldn't afford for us to in Dallas now. He wasn't the, going to Dallas. No, nah, Dallas didn't have a chance. He right, used, brother, I, I he, beg to differ. I know you do. All, all you guys do. All you Cowboy fans do. But I think he used Dallas and Chicago as, as leverage to build up the contract the where he wanted to go. Because we got the money to get the guy down there. Y'all can were you, never going to get him. How much money do y'all if, got? If it does happen, are you an owner? Am I an owner? No. Can you afford for us to have the fourth pick with the way the quarterbacks are going around, for us to possibly get Ramsey? Carr took a pay cut. Skandrick's coming back, and we get him? I think that's fantasy land, man. Yeah, man. Now, he was never going to go Ramsey there. If Ramsey does fall to four. I think that's a good possibility. 
I don't which, think which I don't, is more than likely was getting ready to happen. I don't yeah. think it'll happen. But uh, if he falls to four, that's a good pickup. You don't even need Norman. I think Jalen Ramsey is the best player in the draft. We're going to touch on the draft. Yeah, a little draft bit later, is coming up. So yeah. we're not going to harp on that too much. Going uh, back to Norman, though, uh, he said there was a bidding war. I don't think there were too many people willing to go fifteen million a year. Absolutely not. No, a I think that's why can't. I got done so quick, man. Not he for, only visited one team. As key as the position that is, it's a very deep position. Well, it why is. Why would Washington give up that amount of money? Because they're tired of losing. Because they had it. Look at their owners, just like your guy's owner. You know what I mean? It's He's all flash, spend, man. He yeah. wants. To, you know, they're the third most profitable uh, NFL well, franchise. Well, right, club. Yeah, in the in, yeah in the NFL, and uh, I think Washington's on the way up. Because they got a guy running things now who's had a history of helping out other teams. San Francisco, when they were really strong. Then they went to Seattle and helped them build that up. So he's got a really good track. McLaughlin's his name, Scott McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. And ever since he got to Washington as the key guy in charge, they're trending upward, you know. Well, they've so they been got good a for smart one guy. season. I mean, they've been good for one season. They're taking it's steps in the up. correct direction absolutely and you know you start with the foundation of, of hiring a coach and not firing him after 10 games mm-hmm. that helps right and uh excuse me so you do that you kind of get rid of the players that you see alfred morris kind of decline you know mm-hmm. what i mean he had a lot of carries his first couple seasons i think alfred morris overrated he's a he's a system guy he's a system, guy. A system. He's a system he played totally good agree. he would shanahan's hand pick picked him because he was made to run his cutback style and nobody saw that. offense but the problem yeah. gonna run he was into, a seventh round pick i think but yeah. the problem you're gonna run into is you got to max out cousins but his cousins is he nick Foles or is he really a franchise quarterback like last season it, it remains to be seen absolutely yeah. so i like franchising him and not giving him the money i would like we talked about this the other night i would franchise him and just hold hold off on giving him the contract yeah. until you're a little bit into the season you know yeah because I think Cousin will – he'll play ball. You know, I, he won't would, He won't mess the team off. I would wait. I don't know. I would wait till February Yeah, when season's over. Let him play it out. See what he does in the playoffs. I'd say um, if things are looking well, once you get him, you know, into the season and you can do it, yeah, go man. ahead and give it to but him. But $100 right? million over five years, yeah. that's, that's, Q, that's Q, a lot Q, of money. Feel like you just got through saying uh, a couple of weeks ago, man, if he's your guy, go full forward. Yeah, and I, you have I to. agree with that. You have to, man, because that's the most – Volatile Import- position in sports. Important and also, like, you don't get it every day. You know what I mean? If you find a guy, you see these teams like Cleveland, they're constantly looking for the the guy, you know? So if you think you got the guy, man, you got to pony up, man. I totally agree. To. And I've said it about the Rams, and I'm going to stick with it with the Philadelphia Eagles who trade up to get the number two pick. Yeah. Uh, people saying they mortgage a lot of the future. You look at the picks. I say that. I'm one of those people. I, I, I don't I don't value. I have the same opinion about this that I did last week when absolutely. we talked Titans. I, uh, I don't value picks quite as much if you're getting what you want in return. I think that's how you build your team. You know what I mean? But if you look at a team like the Philadelphia Eagles, they have a lot of young talent. Mm-hmm. They need a quarterback. And you feel like this is the guy. Now, I've been watching a lot of footage since the other night. Yeah. Watching him, reading reports on him, because I never saw him play when he was playing. Uh, I was even watching a, a Mel Kuyper bit from early in the season, like October, November. Right. And he had him in the third round. So, at whatever point, he jumped up to being the best quarterback in, the, in with golf. Close to around the time of the, uh, combine. the combine. Yeah. His measurables were off but the I charts. But was, I was looking at it, man. I'm impressed. I'm interested to see what he does. Mm-hmm. So, this move... I'm not hating on that. Yeah. Like, b- being able to get him. I just think giving up that much but ends up hurting you in the long run. I just don't think it's it's, it's easy to say right now while your team's still stocked up. A couple years down the road when you can't afford everybody that you got that's young, that's when it starts hurting Now, this you. is just me stepping out on the limb. If you're Peterson, of course, you got to step in. you got to make a statement with your regime coming in. Yeah. But 
I think it's too Flacco risky. Flacco is not an elite quarterback, which I would say again, like I said years ago. Flacco? And I think this is what Wentz comes out to be because Goff is going first. Yeah, I think so too. I think Goff is the truth too. I think he's legit. If I get Joe Flacco, that's fine with me. He's got a ring. He's in multiple conference championship games, and he plays well when it matters most. I feel like if you gave up all that, you're expecting more than Flacco. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But if I get Joe Flacco, mm-hmm. I don't have, that means I'm going to be contending You know yeah. what I mean? in the playoffs every season. We ain't won a playoff game since 2008, 2009, since I think, before my daughter was born. Yeah. You know I think I mean? my biggest gripe against it is you're giving up so much for something that's so Uncertain. hit or miss. You know Uncertain. what I mean? So that's that's my biggest thing. Take take a guy later Planet on in the draft. Proven talent is what you're getting it. Well, I'm not even any of them. Anybody you draft early in the draft, it's always a, a little bit of a crapshoot. Here's my and main, if you give up so much for one guy, that's where I have. Here's a my main problem with the situation: how they handled it. You give Bradford two years, thirty four, thirty five mm-hmm. million. You give Chase Daniels, you know what I mean, seven, eight million, whatever, to be a right. backup, premium mm-hmm. backup money. Right. And now you're gonna draft a. Uh, a quarterback to me like as an Eagle fan or if I'm running the organization and Doug Peterson is funny because I, I mentioned this before right. he was the quarterback that Donovan McNabb replaced he was a career backup mm-hmm. he just played the first nine games we were like two and seven whatever McNabb comes <clears throat> in and plays I would have done that with Chase Daniels you know what right. I mean Chase Daniels halfway through the season see where my team's at if I'm in a playoff position he rolls you know mm-hmm. what I mean uh, if he's not in then I put the rookie out there. So Sam Bradford today demands a trade. Right. I was just about to ask All you, right. did he really demand a trade? He demanded a trade. Said he's not going to play. He's not going to show up to any of our uh, off-season workouts or training camp. Nothing. He said he ain't coming. Right. And uh, I was watching this bit from Marcellus Wiley, who I really love, right, mm-hmm. even though he played for Dallas. So, uh, But I really like him. You know, he, he knows what he's talking about. And he said in all his years of football, he never saw a more cowardly act than what Sam Bradford did today. And he said, you just get a two-year contract. Two-year contract, which means you are not a guaranteed player anyway. You're not part of the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? You haven't proven anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You haven't done anything. Yeah, so, if you want to be for the, the big picture, you definitely wouldn't have signed a two-year contract. And e- even without that saying that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? As true as that is, uh, you you, you, when you've been healthy, you've been an average to a little bit above average quarterback. See, I think he was impressive last year when he played. He you was, know, he, he missed was. some time, but he, he played well. But his total body of work says that he's going to get hurt mm-hmm. and that he hasn't earned franchise status, right? Right. So your spot is not guaranteed. As I say, Glass Joe. You, yeah. you never know what you're going to get out of Bradford, yeah, man. Yeah, and, yeah, and all the, the talent, but he can't stay upright. There are know? several quarterbacks like that that can't stay on the field. He's but another knee um, injury away from just being gone for I was impressed with how many hits he took. I was impressed with him overall last season. But the point is, you haven't earned that spot. And are you telling me you don't want to compete for it? You're too good to compete for it? Right. You know what I mean? So I think y'all should try to ship him out anyway. Absolutely. So I think the reason why you signed him in the first place, because you didn't know you were going to be able to make this yeah. big badass trade, you know, to get your franchise guy, quotation mm-hmm. marks. So it was a good move at the time. Like I don't disagree with any of that. Yeah, yeah. We, but we made we made two trades to get up to the two spot. The trade with Miami mm-hmm. was a prelude to set up getting to the two spot. And the t- Miami trade was addition by s- subtraction. Yeah, man. You I wanted mean, to get there, rid of those guys. There was guys. a lot going Same on. Same thing with the Murray trade. That's you were I, just trying to get rid of that anyway. I, I like. I have no problem with any of the moves other than spending money on three quarterbacks because Wentz is going to get twenty five million dollars. You know what I mean? Because that's the rookie cap mm-hmm. over three four years or whatever. My issue is you already don't have a second-round pick. You give up all the rest of your 
you don't have a pick in this draft after the first, uh, second overall pick until the fourth round. And then you're also giving up, what, a first and a third next year? Mm-hmm. It's quite a bit, man. I'm not worried about it. I just I guess think, we'll have to talk about it in a couple of years. There's no really yeah, way to prove yeah, anything. You I know? mean, I mean, but there's nothing I can do about it's it. It's just my be- my belief. You yeah, know? like I said, yeah. uh, we don't value draft picks as much. I think there's more bust than there is star power that comes with the first round. That's pick. why you want as many as you can because you got bullets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chances at at getting guys or missing on guys. You know. Well, we'll just agree to disagree. Uh, I wouldn't have made the move. Yeah, but I have no problem with it being made. Other than you got three quarterbacks now. Right. That's a focal point. But you ship Bradford off, maybe the Jets, maybe the Broncos. One of them needs a quarterback, right? Right. Uh, so, Steph Curry's going to be out two weeks. Yeah. Uh, at least. He has MRI on it, sprained MCL on his knee. Uh, oh, he has a knee issue. Uh-huh. I thought it was all ankle. It was ankle, stuff. and yeah. now it's knee. Yeah, it's knee. And so, something to do with a wet floor or something like that? or yeah, I was reading about it. Before. I think somebody stepped on before he did, and he came back and did the same thing. Right. Came back as a uh, – First degree sprain or something of that nature. Damn. But at least two weeks, because in two weeks they're going to do another MRI. So yeah. he won't be playing until at least after the results of that MRI. Yeah. Right. And uh, that kind of halters their chances of winning a championship if he can't play. He won't have a problem with Houston. You no. know what I mean? You close them out tomorrow night or whenever they play. And uh, you close them out. And uh, you got the Clippers, right? Probably. More than likely. Clippers, More than likely. Yeah. And the Clippers can give him trouble. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Without Steph Curry. Uh, and the Clippers could give the Spurs trouble. They do historically over matchup wise, but that's that's projecting down the line. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the San Antonio Spurs are the only teams so far to advance right. in the NBA playoffs via sweep over our teams. Uh, love the Memphis Grizzlies. They fought with heart. They went down fighting. They didn't give up. That right. was all I asked. Uh, very emotional, Dave Yeager, who earned a lot of respect around the league with that press conference. Yeah, uh, high personality people praising him. Uh, he put his all into this. He man. did. He did. You know, he showed he's a really good. coach. He left it all out on the court. He you did, know? just like the players did. Right, just like the players did. No one gave up. They fought. They were just heavily outmatched by the San Antonio Spurs. I was surprised they had a game where they could put up ninety points. I heard we used like twenty eight players this entire season. That's a it's record a, to make the playoffs. Right. The record yeah. before the most was twenty three to have twenty three different players to make the playoffs. Uh, so they did it, man. Got to bounce back. Where do you think this leaves Mike Conley? You brought up what's the statement that Mike Conley made? Well, Mike Conley said that he was going to wait everything out to see what moves that Memphis made before he made a decision. Yeah. yeah that's smart. But and that's le- leverage. That. You got to use your leverage, yeah. you know, to get done with what you want to get done yeah, with. But yeah. He also said that Memphis is the only city he's ever known. Mm. I mean, he loves being here. I yeah. Mean, we all sit around and watch us lose to Ohio State when he was the point guard. Yeah. But, but his dad's from, what, Arkansas, somewhere kind of close to Memphis, something like that. That was from Indiana. Oh, really? Yeah. I know he played high school ball in Indiana, but I feel like his dad was from Arkansas. I could be uh-huh. totally wrong. But uh, him, I and guess Marcus, him and Marcus Saul are really good friends, like on a yeah. personal level. Uh, so it's interesting how to see. I don't have a problem bringing him back. We need to spend money on a wing player that can score yeah. and not max out Mike Conley, right? So the other team to get swept was the Detroit Pistons. They went down fighting close games. Mm-hmm. Uh a lot of fines levying possibly out of this series. Uh, I like I like my rookie Stanley Johnson, right? And I like his comments where he says, uh, uh, "They're a three man team. Everybody else is cheerleaders." Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and and it's true. You know what I mean? You got some good players. I'm not saying they're cheerleaders, but they're a three man team. And Kyrie Irving tore our ass up. I got a newfound respect for him because he showed up and did something. Right. And uh, I mean, I knew he could score, right? But man, he he hit some unbelievable shots and. Uh, 
So I didn't watch the game yesterday. CJ, you and I went to watch The Revenant, which was a badass movie. <laughs> the most Brother. gruesome movie yeah, of all time. Gruesome, man. Good stuff. So is. just a little pause for a second. I was thinking last night, is Leonardo DiCaprio the best actor of my you know, lifespan of watching movies? And he might be, man. Just when you, when you when, think of how much different stuff he can do, you know? When you got somebody who can step on camera and pull a damn Jeremiah Johnson and still look good doing it. Right. It's so believable, man. And I feel like I was in the snow with him. You know what I mean? Like, it was so... I know it's a little bit behind. This movie's been out a while, but it's a very good movie. I see why he got the high praise and award. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But you see this guy, man, he can play anything from a slick uh, stockbroker guy or, you know what I mean? He does so much different stuff. So it's hard to, you know, be the pretty boy and the gritty guy, you know? Yes, and he did a great job in Django as well. Django was yes, great. The movie yeah. would not have been the same without him. You know, Jamie Foxx had to talk him into doing that movie. Right, really? He would not say the yeah, word. He, didn't, he wasn't comfortable yeah. speaking like that. And Jamie Foxx said, man, this movie is just isn't the same without you. Right. You know what I mean? And it, it was a great movie. So we're going to bring it back to the NBA to where uh, Tom Thibodeau is the new head coach and president of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Kind of yeah, takes over. Great move by great Minnesota. Great move. Give him yeah. complete control. They're going to be a problem. Chicago is going to regret this. They're young, yeah. too. They yeah. are young, too. Yes, they are. They and, got uh, probably the best young talent base when you just look at strictly paying super close attention to the word young. You know, when you say young, they have the most young They've talent. They've been in the lottery for 12 fucking years in a row, so they yeah. should have some young players. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing but uh, mm-hmm. since Garnett left. You know what I mean? They haven't even sniffed the playoffs. I say uh, really high-level guys, though. Young ones. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, there's no argument there. There's uh, a lot of energy up there. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, Thibodeau to Minnesota. I'm hearing Jeff Van Gundy to Houston, mm-hmm. uh, even though he's, he's done that before, right? Kind of bagged out. Yeah. He, he, he coached there. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about he's kind of said that he was going to try this job or that job, and did, nothing came of it. Put it that way. Well, Minnesota took Thibodeau. Yeah. I think he was trying to get that position as well. Yeah, I think that was the most attractive job. Absolutely. Right yeah. So the Lakers, the New York Knicks, uh, according to my NBA guru Darnell Fisher, the two ideal spots to play in the NBA mm-hmm. are searching for head coaches. Uh, after short, I mean, the Lakers have been rolling through coaches since Phil Jackson Shit, left. Shit, the Knicks are too right now. Yeah, yeah. they've been doing it for a while. They're trying yeah. to get their whole organization right. The Lakers' right. problem is they're searching for Lakers to try to rediscover the Lakers. Well, yeah. there's a new Laker up being mentioned. His name is Luke Walton, the <laughs> yeah. current assistant head coach for the uh uh, Golden State Warriors. He did a pretty good job, I guess. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think he, that team could probably coach itself pretty yeah, much. Yeah, probably right. Uh, but Luke Walton's up. He's also up for the New York job, possibly. Uh, you know, Phil wants somebody to run this triangle. I do not understand the obsession with this offense. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, if you're not going to coach it, man, just let find a coach that can coach talent. D- uh, yeah, let you a coach mean? do what they want to I mean? do. Yeah, go, go dig takes winners up, man. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to take this second, send a shout out. 35 South Florence, Side Street Grill. Uh, Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 is happy hour. Tuesday night, 4 to 9 pasta night. Wednesdays, 4 to 9 steak night. Uh, I'm not going to go over the prices, deals. It varies with whatever item you get. Uh, Sunday is brunch, 10 to 2. Best one in Midtowns, behind the big parking garage in Overton Square. Side Street Grill, 35 South Florence. Uh, so my boy Jake Ariota. Threw a no-hitter, third of his career, if I'm not mistaken. Your and, Cubbies, uh, your Cubbies. Very impressive. Right now, they're still ranked the number one team in Major League Baseball uh, on the power rankings. Uh, my Royals ranked third, best in the American League. I'll take it. Don't care. Uh, so, that's looking good. Uh, excuse me. So, um, 
that's my baseball news for today. <clears throat> uh, and Sammy Sosa did not do steroids. So that's breaking news. <laughs> and, and he can't speak English. All right. So uh, Conor McGregor retires as champion from the UFC. Right. And he says, uh, appreciate the money. I'm out. Peace. And uh, that on that, man, I think they're trying to get him to drop the belt. I mean, defend the title at the next uh, pay-per-view. Uh, don't don't seem like he's really uh, just knowing a little bit more about it than that. I, the the whole thing was a ploy to try to get less time traveling around and advertising, doing so many. Same thing happened to Ronda Rousey, man. She was spread so thin, she wasn't training. So he his whole point was, I'm coming off a loss right now. I just want to take my time, focus on training. I don't want to do a whole lot of appearances. I will do the big appearances. But I can't be going and doing all these appearances every day, all the time, you know, because I'm not training. And he was just saying, I'll do the the appearances again in the future. But for just right now, coming off a loss, I need to not do it. That's the whole reason why he threatened to retire. He's not actually retired. There's even talks about him fighting at UFC 200, which is supposed to be the biggest, baddest pay-per-view of all time. Hmm. Aren't all um No. So a little sad news. Uh we had three deaths in the celebrity world. Uh, Doris Roberts, mm-hmm. the grandmother from Grandma's Boy, uh, mom from Everybody Loves Ray. Uh, but the grandma from Grandma's Boy, she passed away, 90 years old. Uh, China, former yeah. Degeneration X member, mm-hmm. uh, one of the original members, she passed away at 45 years old. Uh, look, man, definitely not going to make fun or anything like that, man. But when you do not take care of yourself, uh, take care of your heart and your brain, man, you're not going to live long. And, uh, I mean, people are probably going to attribute this to wrestling, her wrestling matches. I'm not going to chalk it up to that. They're uh, supposed to be uh, examining her brain for CTE. So. Well, I'm sure everyone has CTE once they die. Yeah, uh, she, she was just on hard times, brother, when you think all the extracurricular activities that she was doing later mm-hmm. on in life. Yeah, man. yeah, she was, she was, she was on was another it, level, man. Was there any, because I've read about it for probably a day or so. I didn't see any probable cause of death anywhere. So, does anyone know anything about why she died? I or heard heart attack. I think any her heart apparent, just quit working. Her heart, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm hearing. But I don't know for sure. Uh, and, of course, icon in music, Prince. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Uh, I've never met anyone that didn't like Prince if they knew who he was. Likewise. Yeah, you know I love I mean? Prince. Like, man. I've never heard anyone say, oh, man, this guy again. Or he can't sing. He played 27 instruments. You know, did y'all know that? His very yes, first album, he played every instrument on the album. Mm-hmm. The one before Purple Rain. He played every instrument on the whole entire album. I believe it. Dude was, dude was phenomenal. Have I'll, y'all ever seen the uh, YouTube clip of where he comes out? James Brown and Michael Jackson? No, sir. The one where he's with um, Tom Petty and some other guys on stage. And they're all playing the guitar as a tribute. Okay. And he comes out, man, and he literally kills it. Right. To the point where everybody just steps back. End of the performance from what he does, he just throws the guitar out in the crowd. Nice. I mean, it's I never knew it. Shout out to Mondelis who mm-hmm. put me on it. Great stuff, man. Great stuff. Shout out to uh Prince for having Apollonia in his movie. That was the first uh, Naked Lady my dad w- let me watch on a movie. So <laughs> I just remember looking at him, and he just looked back like, yeah, you can look, man. Stockings and garments. <laughs> yeah. I, I forget that one, man. Lake Minnetonka. Well, I know this, man. I mean, uh, 57 years old, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not a full life. It's not a short life. Uh, even though 
he's not known for being abusive to his body. Uh, right. Years on the road, years of staying up for days at a time, writing music, all this stuff. It takes its toll, man. Whatever you're doing, it takes its toll yes. uh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yes. Uh, and thing is, man, you just don't never know when it's your time. You got no control over that. Um, We're so. losing more and more of our icons from our childhood because they're getting old yeah they're getting up there yeah but like you said 57 is not really that old that old yeah he should have lived longer than that he seemed like he was in good shape you know you would think if if but who knows what he was doing with himself you know if anybody wants to know why that is technically sports related is because he was a damn gym rat from what i hear and dave Chappelle, man he played basketball (laughs) one-on-one he chose music because he had a piece of longevity yeah prince doesn't need any type of uh certification to get on any show right. you know what i mean like like i said everyone likes prince yeah he's the shit. you know what i mean uh some people more than others i remember when i was young that was like man prince is so good man he's got 127 albums written he's just waiting on somebody to pay for him you know what i mean yeah I, i'm sure it was bullshit but i'm just saying like that, I, don't, people I don't think so highly of prince you yeah know what I, mean? I know he had the big issue with his record label and he had to become the symbol and all that stuff so yeah. he went away held a lot of his too yeah he had to hold back a lot of his content for a while there but he he left his mark on society. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He did his thing, man, for sure. So may all them guys rest in peace. And, you know, hopefully they knew Jesus as their Savior. So, or, uh, I don't know. It'd be a sadder story if not. So today's show is primarily about the uh, NFL draft. So I'll do some death and then bring it back up with some NFL draft nonsense. Uh CJ, this is his favorite part of the season. I love this. Shit. I, I've said it before. You should take vacations to watch the draft. I would now if I could, but, <laughs> but, but you can't. <laughs> most of them are at night, anyways. The first two rounds, anyhow. I, I really like that they changed to that format. It's it's a lot easier to digest over four days. You know, you dominate more television. You know what yeah. I mean, and you make it more watchable. When you have the first three rounds, you're like, all right, then then five through. You got to break it down so much. There, you do. Most people do not watch right. all of them once you get past the first couple of rounds or see their guy go. Uh, so the Titans have traded up to uh, – not Titans. The Rams have traded with the Titans to become the number one pick. The Eagles have traded with the Browns to have the number two pick. This changes a lot of original mocks from, we'll just say, a month ago, mm-hmm. right? Because Tunsil was supposed to go first. Yeah. Uh, but now that's – okay, the Hornets have beaten the Heat. So that series is all tied up at two. I think the Titans trade – Changed it more than anything because the Browns were kind of expected to take a quarterback also. So once you know what I mean, and the Eagles are going to take a quarterback from what we know so far. So once they took the traded the first pick away, then you knew two quarterbacks were going top two. You like, know what I mean? Like I really think the Titans are going to wind up really regretting the trade. I don't think so, man. Can you really afford to put that much money into Marcus Mariota and? Not get Laramie Tunsil. I feel like you gotta protect you. I feel like you can get a guy in the middle of the round that's probably got a not a higher ceiling but a lower floor. He's a little bit safer. I like the guy from uh, Michigan State. Uh, Also, there's a guy who plays right tackle, uh, and they drafted a left tackle, Lawan. What two years? Taylor Lawan out of Michigan. Yeah, Jack Lawan. I mean, uh, Jack Conklin is the guy you're talking about. Yeah, Uh, Conklin. I love. I love Conklin. Walter football, the one you turned me on to, they've got yeah. Tennessee taking Conklin from Michigan State. At 15, yeah. yeah. And see, I think that's a safer pick than Tunsil. I, I mean, like Tunsil a lot. You loaded up. Yeah. You know what I mean? With the trade, with the Rams. You now you got up. a 15 overall pick and you got three second round picks. 
that's a lot, man. That's a lot to really, you know, build your team with. And you need more pieces than just one guy. I wouldn't have done it myself personally. You would not have traded down? No, I wouldn't have have traded that to not get Tunsil, a guaranteed. Mm -hmm. But I guess what me myself personally. He's not a guarantee. Me myself personally, what I guess I'm more intrigued by is how far he falls now. You should look at the track record of the last three or four years of the offensive linemen that have been taken first. It hasn't turned out well. Greg Robinson yeah, last Long. year, Jake, I mean, Jake Long. Long didn't pan out. I mean, he was okay, but he wasn't a number one overall franchise guy like Jonathan Ogden or something. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit less of a for sure thing than people give it credit for, I think. Well, I think the tricky part for the, where Tunsil Falls comes at three. Does does San Diego go offensive line or they take – who I think is probably the best football player in the draft, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, which one they take there. If not, then Tunsil could really fall down. And I feel like Tunsil should be the first offensive lineman taken. I'm not trying to yeah. say that because his upside is so great. No, he's a, He could become yeah. amazing, you know. But I don't I think the Titans trading back take the safer guy. You know what I mean? He's not if, a boomer bust. If the Titans bus. are drafted number one, that's the right pick for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Or how your team structured. But hell, you get another number one next year. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. Oh, they made the great yeah, trade. Yeah. It was amazing. There's no. They're not going to regret this at all. I don't think so. Because even if Jared Goff turns out to be Brett Favre, uh, they weren't going to draft him anyway. Right. So, you know, if Tunsil turns out to be, you know, the greatest, Jack, turns out to be Jackie Slater or something. You know what I mean? Then maybe. But that's twenty years down the road. <laughs> so we yeah. know top two picks are going to be Goff and, and Wentz. 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 So the draft is basically starting at number three with San Diego. Yeah, that's where I think it's could really change the way things fall. Down. I'm hoping they take Jalen Ramsey because I don't want him going to Dallas. See, I don't know Dallas would take him for sure, for sure. I don't see him going past Jacksonville at five. I think they wind up going with Miles Jack myself. See, Jack's falling, man, Who because of the Jack? knee issues. I think Dallas. San Diego goes yeah. With Jack. No, way. no, no way, no way. San Diego takes Tunsil or Ramsey. Yeah. I don't see them taking anybody else. No, man. man. If they do anything else, it'd be trading back. Yeah, Tunsil or Ramsey. And I think if Tunsil gets taken, I think Dallas takes uh, Jalen Ramsey. I think Dallas is high on Bosa. I see him a lot. Yeah, that's who I got down here. We're, we're not taking Bosa, man. I wouldn't try to take him either. You just hate Ohio State. Yeah. You can't that dictate. I do. I don't call him, I call him Ohio, but no, we're not, we're not taking Bosa, man. But you got the guy who was just injured, the D-end. What's his name again? Like, yeah, we just um, we lost Lawrence for a couple. Is of his games. name Lawrence? Yeah, now, he he got a suspension. No, I'm um, talking about a guy substance. who got injured. I might be wrong though. But anyways, you got an injury at, on D line, and you also are losing Greg Hardy. So I think that's kind of a way you could go. Yeah, good riddance to him, man. Yeah, right. I definitely think you guys go pass rusher. I agree. I think you go pass rusher, or maybe if Ramsey. Ramsey's not there. Yeah. Well, a lot now. This is just me hearing. I'm hearing that we're real high on Zika Elliott. I heard that y'all too. Y'all were going to take Good him point. in first cue. Yeah. But I think if y'all going to go after Elliott, I think y'all trade back. Yeah. But I think if it's dangerous to trade back because some other teams are kind of might take them. You nah, know, man. If you look you, at the teams, no way, man. I've seen them uh, even at Baltimore 6. You know what I mean? I don't see Baltimore. Baltimore needs more than that. They need defense or they need – I could see them taking Tunsil. I wouldn't take them. I wouldn't draft a running back that high. No, I wouldn't either. But, but I'm saying I've seen them mocked at number 6 to Baltimore. I wouldn't do it, though. I could yeah. see them going to 8. Cleveland Browns, Cleveland, yeah. Or I can see him going to like Miami. Or, Miami's a team yeah. that has the, he doesn't fall past Miami. Yeah, yeah. And Miami's a team that might trade up to get up there and make sure they get him. That's what I've been reading, anyways. Yeah. Well, good luck on that. 
All right, uh, so we're at Dallas. Dallas is what would you what would you like to have? What's your dream situation, Ramsey? Precisely. Yeah, we, we need help in the secondary. Man, our secondary has been our Achilles here for damn near ten years now. I heard Kuiper; he was kind of knocking Ramsey, talking about he's only had three career interceptions, and he's not a Patrick Peterson type. And uh, does he is he really a safety or more of a corner? corner. Yeah, I, mean, I you, think he's I more mean, of a corner. Get, you get the same thing out of Von Bell, you know, later on down in the draft. Is he a safety or corner? Right. There's a couple of guys that do both, yeah. But I'm not a huge Hargraves guy. He's the next corner off the board. Yeah. I'm a little bit iffy about him. Like, yeah, they got the Giants taking him at 10. Where yeah. did Mackenzie Alexander fall? Mackenzie Alexander is supposed to be the third one off. Uh, him, Eli Apple's up there somewhere. You know what I mean? So there's there's some uh, – what's the guy from Houston? Uh, Jackson the third. So there's some guys in the first round, four or five guys supposed to be taking the first round, but Ramsey's definitely the gem of the the yeah. secondary situation, yeah. in my but opinion. I think Mel Kuyper's a little outdated. You know what I mean? Bingo. Uh, like, he just – like, Tom Deshaies seems like a little bit more knowledgeable. Uh, yeah. When you compare – even Mike Mayock, who I hate as a commentator, mm-hmm. but knows his stuff as far as uh, drafting and college scouting combines and things like that. He's very high on uh, – on uh, Jalen Ramsey, so I think Ramsey's the number one pick. I if you don't think, have a need, yeah, you know what I mean. Best player, I, I think he should be the first pick. I still player. think he's the most complete player in this draft. Yeah, except personally, yeah. I think him and Jack. If Jack didn't have the knee issues, he'd be up there also. I believe. Just to what's the guy at Notre Dame? Um, uh, Jalen Smith. Yeah, Smith. Oh, right. I love him, man. Kevin Cobb says top five guy that too. if Baltimore gets Jalen Ramsey, they're going to the Super Bowl this year. Who says that? Kevin Cobbs. Oh, get shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> In the sports group, he said, we get him, we're going to the Super Bowl. I'm like, come on, dude. He does it. Oh, you're talking about KJ? Yeah. I got you. I thought you meant uh, the old quarterback who used to co- co- uh, play for Philly. Oh, Kevin Arizona. Cobb? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's he saying some shit about Baltimore uh, before? No, nah, man. Is, is no, he a backup K- or something? Yeah, or? yeah, man. KJ was, you know, if we get him, we're going to the Super Bowl. We had a lot of injuries. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't see it. No, nah, not as a favorite. I mean, right. they always get hot as a wild card. You team. can sneak in, yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's not. They got nah, such man. a screwed up division, first and foremost. But I don't see Ramsey going past five. No, nah, man. I think that's the floor for Ramsey. The other guy up there, uh, Bosa. People are saying Bosa could go high. Jack was the other consensus kind of other guy. Him and Tunsil. I've seen Jack going to Jacksonville at five. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've seen him slip down to like twenty ish. If he goes past Jacksonville, he may. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Niners have interest also. You've seen the movie Draft Day, right? Oh yeah, have I you love ever seen it with Kevin Costner. You turn me on it's to it, yeah, so I just can't really watch it. <laughs> well, it's a really good movie, uh, but it's funny. Like I could see like teams like, oh man, I wouldn't take him. His knees messed up. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Now Apparently, he, that's the whole thing about Jack. And like now, you're saying. and now he's a Bronco, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, so. Jack at five, Baltimore taking Tunsil. Uh, San Francisco has DeForest Buckner. Yeah. Defensive end. You just don't want Bosa. I don't want Bosa, man. I don't want Bosa or Stanley from Notre Dame. Those yep. are the two guys I kind of – I think there's other guys before that that you can have fault. Yeah, you like Leonard Floyd? I like Leonard Floyd, and I think you could trade back to get him. He's kind of the sexiest guy in the draft right yeah, now. He's, Shaq he's, he's, he's well, Leonard Floyd is just rising so much. Yeah. You know, he wasn't a first-round pick a, yeah, a month ago. Yeah, that's one of the Q's guys. Very few people Fluid, know the yeah. Q's a Georgia guy. I like Georgia. Man. Well, he's got that combination. He's not very strong, but he's very long, tall, and super fast. Yeah, he's outside 3-4 linebacker. Man. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
Hargraves from Florida to the Giants. That'd be good around 10. Uh, I heard Giants also like uh, pass rusher. That, that's something they're really into. Maybe a check loss. It's depending on who falls. Yeah. You know what I mean? If uh, if Buckner's there or Floyd's there, the Giants will probably take them. Yeah. But they'll go pass rush or secondary. Buckner goes before them. Yeah. Buckner doesn't fall that Who far. I think is a steal on the defensive line is the kid out of Louisville, uh, Sheldon Rankins. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a beast. There's so much depth at D-tackle, though. It's supposed to be the strongest position in the draft this year. And you see there's, like, several guys uh, mocked into the first round. You know, Billings, like several guys, you know. So, since, as we get to the middle of the draft, okay, um, who's who's a player? Now, Paxton Lynch hasn't hit this top half of the draft. I could see him going as high as seven, though. He's going first round. That's a given. Now it's not a given. In the Mark Jeff I saw, he's going uh, last pick to the Broncos. I've seen him go in the second round. USA Today had us taking him in the second round. I don't see him going that far, though. If he can fall to a better franchise, that's good for him. Yeah. you know, I think he'll get picked up high, surprisingly. Same thing as like uh, Blake Bortles getting picked third. Yeah, no yeah. one's seen that shit happening, yeah. you know. But it's such a need position, you know. Like if you need a quarterback, you don't have a team. You, you think know? Cleveland would take him at eight? I think he could. You know, I I, I could see where uh, Rams traded up to number one. I heard Cleveland was really higher on golf, even though everybody had them taking Wentz. Mm-hmm. So once. Uh, Rams went up to number one. They were going to take golf, so they decided they wanted to trade back because they, they I think they like Lynch second after golf. You know, I I wouldn't knock that at all. And I mention this all the time. Very few people keep forgetting. You playing in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You playing off the river. The elements come into effect, man. Right. You gotta have a big guy who has a big arm. Right. To play off of that river in the cold that you Bernie Kosar. Right. I think Wentz says that too. Yeah. I mean, Vinny Testaverde was decent. Kozar, mm-hmm. I mean, Testaverde is a really good quarterback. He had a good career, and he was highly touted out of college, also. Oh yeah, he was a stud, number right. one pick. Because right? my everything was breeding out of Miami back right. then. I mean, you can go from Jim Kelly to him and on up. I yeah. think it stopped with when Gino Toretta won the Heisman and didn't pan out. Well, right. you know, he led to the Jets to their best uh, season record wise. Vinny Testaverde, Testaverde did, right. okay. yeah. and you know, playing for Tampa Bay kind of hurt him starting off there. You right. know, people used to make a joke that the reason he was doing so good in Cleveland was because they didn't have a symbol on their helmets. And why that says something is because he's colorblind. So <laughs> it was just with no symbol. He knew who to throw to. But, uh, you know, it's funny because back then, Belichick got rid of Kozar, just like he got rid of Bledsoe, mm-hmm. put in his guy. And, you know, Testaverde's no Tom Brady. But he no. was a good player. So we bring it back. Uh, you think we, we think Lynch could go to Cleveland, maybe San Francisco. I could see him going top ten. I just see a team, maybe a Jets trades up, somebody like that that needs a quarterback. Do you think still. that Sam Bradford being traded could sway a team like Denver or the Jets, who, who's probably the top two, first two teams to come to mind of needing a quarterback? I feel like yes. There's so many moving variables. You know what I mean? Like I, a lot of shit's going to happen draft day. Shit's going to move around. Like so, it's all speculation. But I do think Sam Bradford could play into this draft. Like I, I think it could make some shit change. I would make the trade for him, but when you bring up guys like you just said, the Jets and the Broncos. If the Broncos trade not, for him, they trade for both of y'all's I mean, quarterbacks I mean, you, last you, year. You can't afford to jump inside of this deal and not get somebody that's not been out there before. I mean, it's it. Mm. Yeah, the Broncos, it the, makes a lot of the, sense the to Jets not take Broncos, a rookie. Man, I, I, I don't know, man. I, 
I really don't think the Jets should have got rid of Fitzpatrick to be played. They're like. playing this out. And yeah. I think Fitzpatrick is the one who's really driving this car. I think his mindset is, I'm going to wait till after this draft is over, and somebody's going to fucking need me, and they're going to pay me more than no, $7 million more than a year. $7 million. You know, speak, speak. Is E.J. Manuel still in Buffalo? Yeah, yeah he is. He doesn't matter. He's though. buried right now from – yeah, T- between Tyrod Taylor and Tyrod Fitzpatrick Trigal. still up there. No, mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick played for the Jets last year. I thought Fitzpatrick was in Buffalo. No, that was about four years ago. <laughs> yeah, he's played for the Texans and now the Jets. <laughs> you may not know who Fitzpatrick <laughs> is, but you can tell me who the eighth grade quarterback for the Santa Monica Bulldogs <laughs> are coming up right me. now. It's <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take another thirty seconds. Shout out to the to my sponsor because they paid the bills. Thirty five South Florence. Thirty five South Florence. Uh, Side Street Grill. Uh, Monday through Friday, four to seven's happy hour. Come down, get some strong drinks. Got a couple hot chicks working there. Uh, Sexy ass grill cook. Yeah, he's got it going on. But uh, and steak nights on Wednesday, pasta night Tuesday, four to nine. Uh, they open at four o'clock, so that's one of them weird hours. Um, and Sunday's the best brunch in Midtown, ten to two, behind the big parking garage in Overton Square, thirty five South Florence, Side Street Grill. On the other side is the Red Bar. You can go over there, smoke, uh, watch some flat screen sports, and all that good stuff. And probably a hot chick or a gay dude over there working. So <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't know what you're going to get, but probably a hot chick. All right, so uh, we bring it back to the draft. Tell me somebody. Uh, I talked. We talked the other night about Hackenberg because you, when you and Jeremy, uh, Greg, when you and Jeremy were on, right. y'all kind of turned me on to him a little bit more, and I kind of opened my eyes to him. So I was looking at the Eagles, maybe looking at him in like a second, third round. Where do you see uh, Hackenberg kind of falling now? I can see Christian Hackenberg possibly because he is literally. I don't care what anybody says. He's the biggest if in the draft. He's got all the size. He's got the NFL culture from Bill O'Brien. He didn't have an offensive line when he was in Happy Valley, so you can't put that against the kid. It hurt him I was, when I would say between left. third and fifth round. I could uh, because see. you you literally you cannot just afford to gamble that much on wasting a high pick on the kid when you can take who go who goes first, Connor Cook or uh, Connor Cook. Connor Cook. Connor, Connor Cook, Cook could go first Connor round. Connor Cook's going first, man. Yeah, I think so. Too. He won't go first round. I think no, so. He won't go first round, but he's going no, first before Hackenberg. I think he could go first round. I really I do. I, I, I can see somebody trading that. back up into the first round, especially those teams who pick late in the first round. They're eager to trade back. They don't need as much, you know, and if they can garner another first-round pick next year or something like that, I could see it happening, man. If somebody, especially somebody missed out on getting who? the guy they wanted. Like who? Niners. I mean, that's my team, but – I but could see them trading up. In the second, you, got, you don't have to trade up to the first round to get them, though. Nah, you're you're scared. Dallas might take them. You know what I mean? They're looking for a cute quarterback for the future. They're, they're getting Johnny Manziel. I, I think no. The, the Browns. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, though, like second round, let's say the Browns don't get Lynch. Uh, you know, the Cowboys are looking for a future quarterback. Uh, you also got to worry about like an Arizona Cardinals taking their quarterback of the future. You know, what I mean, there's some teams there you'd have to jump over to make sure you get the guy you wanted. So I think both, and I've mentioned this before, both Arizona, uh, Kansas City are both looking for transition quarterbacks because yeah. their guys are veteran. You know, right. coming down to the end of their career. Uh, and I think even Hackenberg is a guy who could go as high as very end of the first round, like. All the way, like Greg said, into thir- third round. I don't see him going quite as far as fifth round. What about the kid from Ole Miss, the defensive end that had the trouble jumping out of windows, smoking Kimbiche. fake? Yeah, man. Where does he – because he's a first-round talent. He, he, bro, I've been seeing I, Denver I, I, a lot, I think, I 31. Think, 
I think he's got to go first round because he's just too much talent for you to not draft him. I would be definitely see Denver. Yeah, that's the one I've seen most. It has to be a, a strong foundation exactly. team, a good team. Like if a Jacksonville or Oakland Raiders even gets them, you know, you're like, ah, man, you won't be able to control them. Patriots, Steelers, Ravens. You need to get them out like of that. the South too, man. Get them out yeah. from around yeah. where he's used to, you know. He broke. Yeah. He said they say he broke away from his brother. You know, it's his brother, so we we'll see how long that lasts. But. Yeah. But to answer the Hackenberg question, by the way, uh, I think Chicago. It's a good. I think yeah, Chicago. Yeah. They need. They need a quarterback for sure, uh, especially moving forward. But I think Kim Dietschy is a guy who's top five talent. You know, he was top five mock right. all year long, and now he's a guy who fell out just because fell out. And, and, and. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a guy who's kind of fallen out of favor just because of his off off the field issues. You know. But Denver, I've seen a lot. But I could see him slipping on down to the second round. Yeah, probably going to go second round. But he's a first-round talent. I agree, right? yeah. Uh, on the field. Uh, tell me somebody who uh, we're sleeping on, we're not seeing. Treadwell, teammate. That's a guy, another top-five guy that ran a slow 40, which mm-hmm. is not that super uncommon. You know, so a lot of the – his measure coming off of a knee injury like he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. but running a four six forty really stained him a lot because he was definite, like top five for sure, top ten, no doubt, talent. And now he's, you know, going as late as second round now. You know what I mean? Which is insane to me because the I think it's – the 40 time can help you out. You know, being fast can help you out, but it's all about catching that football. If you can man. play football, Jerry Rice's forty was not yeah. blowing anybody out the water. I saw like a side by side him and DeAndre Hopkins, almost identical uh, combine numbers, man. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, you don't have to have that speed, and people are knocking him down way too far based on a slower forty time. Yeah. You know? Well, but you know, I don't. With the way it's structured now, the set up the contracts and everything, like, mm-hmm. you know, nobody gets the Sam Bradford contracts, right? Right. Uh, Rightfully so. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I totally agree. Uh, but I I don't mind a kid who's a good player falling to a good team. Right. You know what I mean? Just because you don't go top 10 now, it doesn't affect your contract in three years. How you do on the field does by the time your rookie contract's up. So I don't have a problem, you know, if I'm a good player, like Treadwell, right? And I fall to the Houston Texans, mm-hmm. or I fall to you know the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that's competitive and good, yeah, a good foundation. Once again, like, like people underestimate a good, what a good foundation can do. Mm-hmm. It can keep you out even when you're bad. Nobody knows about it. You know what I mean? Anybody even sneezes in Dallas, they're on blow, right? That's, and it, it that's takes how a, it goes. You know what I'm saying? It takes a lot of pressure off the rookies' shoulders. You know, they yeah. don't have so much depending on them. To they start just play out. football. Yeah. So I, you know. If I'm a young player, I don't – and the way the salary cap is, is is set up now, if I know I can play football, I don't mind falling to the 20 to get it, to a good team. And your question was, who do I see people sleeping on? Mm-hmm. That's the guy, man. Yeah. They're putting too much into that 40. This guy on the field, when you watch him play, you know he's a bona fide Absolutely. superstar, man. Absolutely. And you're putting too much into that number. I don't know about I, superstar, but he is a good player. Completely. I think he's a sleeper there. Yeah. But who I've got to go with myself is two, Dak Prescott and Alex Collins. Oh, I, I love br- Dak Prescott. I was Prescott. about to bring up Prescott next, but go ahead. I love Prescott, Dak too. Prescott, but I mean, Tell me about Collins. Tim Tebow, who can throw? Tell me about much. Collins yeah. first. Alex Collins. Who is Collins? I'm trying to Running think. back, uh, he's the one his mother stole the national letter of intent when he was going to Arkansas. He's from Miami. Okay. And uh, Bruce of a running back, man. North and South runner, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's got the body. Where's he the projected finesse. to go? They probably got Alex Collins, I think, between second and third round. 
mm-hmm. just with Ezekiel Elliott and Derrick Henry and Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake is actually on the rise more than Derrick Henry is. Yeah, I heard uh, Mache and Kuiper, I believe, arguing about Drake slash Henry. Dude, yeah. I would take Alex Collins. Yeah, over those two guys. Let me ask you this about Derrick Henry. So you think he's your second overall running back, Collins is? Me, myself, personally, but I don't think he's going to go there. Yeah, right. He's still going to go second or third round. Yeah. Does the previous running backs, Mark Ingram, uh, the worst running back of all time, Trent Richardson, (laughs) does that hurt? Does it make uh, – Henry look like, like a, a product of the system. Well, hell, you also got Eddie Lacy. You know what I mean? Like, it's he like, hasn't been phenomenal. He's been really good. He, he's though. been decent. He's been yeah. the best. He's been the best of that bunch. And you know, Ingram's coming around too. Ingram's had a, okay. a, a, a last two years have been good years, he's, man. He's okay. Good numbers, man. Look at the numbers. I'm telling but you, but they're not first round pick numbers. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. I don't think any running back besides once in a lifetime Todd talent. Gurley's Adrian. Yeah, Peterson. man. Yeah, totally no, agree. Those are the only guys who should be going first round. But they were first round picks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, but, I'm, I, but just bringing up the question: Does it kind of make Henry look like a product? Because they're all buff product dudes. of his environment. Yeah, precisely. So I wouldn't. Th- that I wouldn't him. take that high myself. So as you said, someone's. Uh, I don't remember who you said, CJ, but you said someone uh, surpassed him and made. He took steps back. Is it because of that more so than just how he looks on well, the field? Well, on paper, he's still supposed to be the second overall pick. Henry is. It's more of an argument between two analysts. One person liked Drake better than mm-hmm. Henry. The other one liked Henry better than Drake. Let me ask you this. Uh, we'll bring, bring up Prescott before I jump to the next guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dak Prescott, you and I were talking about him the other night. Yeah, I told you uh, I liked him, yeah. You know, and I was wrong about Cam Newton. Uh, I didn't think Cam Newton was going to be garbage. I just mm-hmm. I didn't know he could throw like this. I didn't think at any point he was going to be the best quarterback in the league conversation, right? Right. Uh, so I don't want to just put down on Prescott. Uh, but – can he throw in the NFL? Yes. Yeah, I agree, yeah. too. Just watching everything. I, I agree well, with Greg. You know, it, when I first started watching him, I thought he was just a run-first guy. Right. He you was know, when he, he started. Was. He no, was when no, he started. No, no, no. I mean, Freshman like, a, year. like, I mean, a run-first guy who could not throw the ball. Yeah. And I watched him through his sophomore year when he took over Tyler Russell. Mm-hmm. And he just flourished. He just didn't have any guys out there making plays for him, man. Right. He owns, I think, 20-something of our records down in Mississippi State, and I thought he should have came out last year. Yeah, yeah. I agree. After He was so, up for the Heisman. But he but he, he he slowed down so much at the end of the season that his stock kind of plummeted. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan, though. I'm a I like him, fan. too. If I my want team, Dallas. I agree with you, man. I like if him, my too. team ends up with him and we don't take a guy first or second round, I'd be so stoked. I like know? Prescott. Yeah. I'm just asking the question. Can he throw in the NFL? Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. I think this uh, guy's a, a born leader, you know what I mean? And he makes the plays on the field, man. Clutch, super clutch play after play, you know what I mean? Like, this guy's got a a, a lot of – a great track record. If you, you know? watched him this past year, there were so many times that he could have done what he used to do and be a run-first guy. Mm-hmm. And he stepped back and Mississippi State lost some games because of it because he tried to become a pass-first quarterback. Mm-hmm. Is that his fault or the coaching staff's fault? It's it's possibly his fault to try to improve his stock because he knew what was going on at the time. Rather than win a game, he's actually out there trying to improve his stock. That's and I what think I too, myself. Well, if you're making yourself a dual threat. Hold on, hold on. I don't mean to cut y'all, CJ. No, you're good. But if you guys are saying that he's a a, a leader and this, that, and the other, but now you're telling me he's out there just trying to boost up his stock and not worry about winning games, that doesn't sound like a leader. What? That's not, not what I was saying. Not, that's, that's, not, that's contradicting. What, yeah. what no, we're no, let, about let me rephrase myself. I didn't mean it that way. Okay. What I'm saying is he was trying to improve his mechanics. 
be a quarterback first instead of have this label on him coming but, into but, the league. But you're still implying, guy. if I'm if I'm not mistaken, right? You're still implying that he's out there trying to do him. He's out there trying to get his contract. He's out there trying to get better on Mississippi State's time. This guy ain't like that kid. Nah. I'm talking about just nah, listening to his interviews and shit. I don't no, think he's that kind of guy. We say one thing, and now we're saying this. Yeah. You know what that's, I mean? That's not what I'm saying. That's how it comes off. It's I how, think he was becoming a passer to help his team. That's I, I, what I believe. I would find it hard to believe that once it's kickoff, once he's in practice and all that shit, of course, you're right. trying to be the best you can be for whatever your motivation is. But once kickoff – you can't be thinking about the NFL. You know? I bet you. I, I'm not saying he was. Yeah. I like Dak Prescott. I, I liked everything I saw about him. I'm not saying he wasn't a good quarterback in college. I'm just raising the question. I believe Dan Mullins has enough of control of that team that Dak Prescott's not going to go on the field and do what he wants to do. You know you what I mean? You don't get that kind of persona from Dak Prescott. No. No, and I'm not He's saying that He's a genuine dude, man. I was just rolling off what you said. Right. right. Yeah. And I'm saying that literally he took a step back and said, you know, maybe let, let me give them the element of surprise. And better myself at the same time with this. Instead of everybody expecting me to explode through the hole, because being an Auburn man, I watched him abuse us for two years. Man, he runs like a real running he back. He does. He but, sets his blocks up, all that shit. But I'm still know? saying he's not sitting in the pocket saying, I'm not going to run. So I can get a first so round pick. So I, I, I could throw. I've seen times where Dak Prescott could have been the old Dak Prescott picked up about 15 yeah, or 20 yards yeah, yeah, yeah. field. And that's fine. And he uh, chucks it. Donovan McNabb did that. You know what I mean? Where you just you scrambled to buy time to throw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Steve Young was that way. You know what I mean? A lot of really good quarterbacks have had that type of go from just taking off and running. I think it's just right. natural evolution. Yeah. You know, it's part of growing and, as a player. And, and you, know, you, know? You, you like you, they tell tell Michael Vick, man. Look, it, it's cute that we tried to make you be a pocket passer, mm-hmm. man. Take off. Your first instinct, go with it. Cunningham was the same way. Kaepernick, you know what I mean? Needs to be running. You know, you quit know, trying to make him a pocket passer. Uh, Tim know? Tebow, one of the greatest college players of all time. You know what I mean? Was that way? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know, man. I just he a third round pick on Prescott probably be about when you rank him. when you when you're wearing fifteen and you're running the offense from the coach who coached Tim Tebow. You don't want to be labeled as Tim Tebow getting ready to go into the league. That was the first thing you said about him, though. When uh, you brought him up, he said he's like he a Tim a, Tebow. It, it's throw. Throw. Well, I'm talking about his personality. Tebow could throw. Yeah, no, he can throw Tebow as good as Prescott, throw, man. Tebow has a receivers building him out. Let's not get into the Tebow argument on draft time. I'm, just, or I'm, I'm not saying, no, nah, man. I'm not saying Tebow was, you know, a, the most accurate quarterback of all time, but this thing that he can't throw, I'm, I'm raising the same question, question about Prescott. When he gets to the league, can he make those throws where they're saying Tebow can't? And Tebow's proven that he can't. Yeah. Right. I'm voting uh, yes. I'm, go- I'm going okay. to guess with Prescott. That's fine. Uh, McCaffrey from Stanford, does he get drafted? No, nah, he's got to come out next, next year. He he's going to come, come out next year? year? Okay, so that's probably why I haven't seen much of him. But still, man, he looks like a little frail running back, right? Yeah. Is he yeah, an NFL he's player? he's using Pac-12 defenses. And, Is so. he just going to be like Julian Edelman? They're going to stick him out to play slot and catch Who him knows, up? man? He's got a whole other year to blossom, yeah. if you will. Or fall back. Exactly. But at least they kept David Shaw, so that's what looked good like for him. I like the kid. I like the guard from Stanford. Who takes a punter in the draft this year? Nobody. Who takes a kicker? There's maybe that. one kicker that might get picked. Coming out of the first round, everything we talked about, uh, sort of mock drafting, uh, who wins this first round? Like, who comes Just away? Just first round? Who, yeah, like, who comes away mm. saying, we did it? And a I, year from now, we'll be saying, two years from now. I, I think you'll have to say one of the teams picking late. 
you know, because usually something falls. I'm more and bang for the book. And they can take take advantage of it. And they're, and then they're going to a good team. You, you know, know what? I'm not being biased about this, man. And I'm not trying to kick in the best last on the other side. I think Philadelphia wins for wins, man. Maybe, man. I, I really do. It's a lot, man. They have I'm to. telling you as a cowboy that I'm not looking forward to going against that guy twice a year. Everything I've been watching and reading, man, it, it's, a lot, it's a lot to be optimistic about. I say a guy like Treadwell goes to Kansas City or Houston or mm-hmm. something like that. That's that's a good one. Him mm-hmm. or like uh, Coleman out of Baylor, Doxon, you know, one of those so, receivers. That's what I was about to bring up, Josh Doxon, man. I love that's him. That's what we've yeah. not talked about. Yeah. We that, haven't really touched guy, on receivers man, at all. He kind of puts you in the mindset of kind of Steve Smith. He was the he, most impressive big, guy at the man, combine. He gets where he needs to go, and he gets the ball, man. He just looks like at the combine, like he looked like he was an NFL player. You know, he's smooth. You know what I mean? Not overly fast, but just not overly big. Just very smooth, like effortless catching the ball, all that good stuff. You know, but yeah, Doxon. I think after the combine, everybody started booting him up. You know. But Coleman is a, a kind of a down the field threat. He could be interesting. Will Fuller is a guy you've seen kind of mm-hmm. yeah, drop Will down Fuller. from Notre Dame. Yeah. He's the fastest guy coming out receiver wise. Yeah, they got him marked going to Houston. But he's got really small hands and he's can't got, catch. I, I watched him um, over the course of the weekend in a, a college um, all star game they had. Mm hmm. And they had the fast being going down. I Man, he dropped like three balls. I think he's going to drop so, to the second round, like I, late second this round. One I, this one I noticed his hands for mm-hmm. the first time. I think you'll see a guy like Sterling Shepard go ahead of him. Uh, somebody's a little bit. Ooh, that's a steal. Yeah, I like Sterling Shepard a lot. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Is there any six-round quarterbacks going to win four Super Bowls in this draft? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no? a okay, Hackenberg. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go on. Uh, I think uh, Prescott gets picked before Hackenberg. Out of, out of these guys, who out of the quarterbacks that we've talked about, uh, Prescott saying he falls to a, a decent team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hackenberg, uh, say Paxton Lynch. Out of these five, six quarterbacks that we've discussed, Connor Cook, mm-hmm. uh, who's going to be the best? Who's going to have the best uh, situation coming out of the draft? It just depends on who you fall to, man. You know, I think uh, Wentz could just because y'all have a better team set from the team's start. not that good on offense as everyone. Uh, they have no receivers. You know what I mean? Uh, you, got you just two, have a bunch of young guys uh, that you got, can't fucking catch, and then you got you got two tight ends mm-hmm. that are good. Ertz is a good you player. Got a yeah. Decent offensive line uh, when healthy. Uh, so with Jason Peters, that's every other play. And then uh, I like Matthews in the backfield. But you would hey, say you he's coming Matthews. in better situation than like a uh, golf going to Rams. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean only because of Jeff Fisher, not because of the talent. You don't think so? You don't think so? Jeff Fisher's a horrible coach. Who's man. their weapons yeah. that are that great? I mean, Gurley's awesome, but yeah, uh, yeah it's a big weapon. He's got, he's got a great but, offensive line. Too. But as far as like, the t- I don't say great offensive line. He's got set. a great offensive. I line, don't think man. so, man. I think Robinson's a bust. I don't see a whole. They lot. got a good got, offensive got a line. There's not that good, not great, man. huh? You got a double boy, Greg Robinson. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, man. I wouldn't even think about the whole Auburn thing. Yeah, sure you were. That's all he talked about yesterday. I can't wait to bring up all these Auburn <laughs> Yeah, uh, right. What about your boy Casanova, man? Is he going to get drafted? Casanova McKenzie? Yeah. He's going to fall between six. He's a late round. He's I, a, I think he's going to be six, seven Day round. four guy, probably. But yeah. Casanova McKenzie, man. And there's I mean, one other guy, right, supposed he, to get drafted pretty high. He lays the wood, man. He, yeah. But I kind of actually think, man, he actually may get signed as a, a undrafted agent. Who out of the linebackers and stuff do you like? Like uh, 
Raglan from uh, Richard Raglan, man, dude. How can you not get Richard Raglan? Richard yeah. Raglan is going. So that's a guy who could go to a good round. team too, man. We had not even talked about A. Sean Robinson. You know all those guys coming out of Alabama defense. There's a big uh, argument between their two defensive tackles, Robinson, and what's the other guy's name? Uh, Reed. Reed, yeah, Jaron Reed. Uh, a lot of people are split on which one of those to take. You know, I go with Robinson. You do, yeah. Alshon's a better pass rusher, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Reed's better stuff in the run, I stuff think. Stuff in the run, Yeah. Right. Probably can play uh, nose tackle in a 3-4, you would think. Reed. Right. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you guys this. I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to get back in, so I can't talk about I don't know who they are. <laughs> so, uh, San Francisco fan, CJ, Dallas fan. I'm a Philadelphia fan. Uh, CJ, coming out of this draft, what are the areas that you want to – would you like to see your team attack? I, w- I definitely want to get a quarterback mm-hmm. at some point, whether it's uh, Prescott, Hackenberg, Cook, Lynch, one of those guys. Mm-hmm. I think you got to take a shot on one of those guys at okay. some point in the draft, right. whether, even if you have to trade back up to get one. Mm-hmm. Number seven, uh, if one of the key guys falls to you, if you could get a Jack or a Ramsey or even Tunsil, something like that falls uh-huh. to you, take it. If not, I would be very interested in trying to trade back. You know, try because I know Tennessee's interested in coming up. Yeah, get some more picks, man. And then I really like the guys around fifteen ish. I think if you pick fifteen, you can let something fall to you, man. You can really take your pick of like a. There's not as much pressure to pick one of those receivers falling down. A couple pass rushers, Shaq Lawson or uh, your boy uh, from Georgia, Floyd. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of different. You got a lot more versatility picking down there. You're not beholden to picking one of the top guys. What's the most important area to attack for your team? In we the, need too much, man. We need every. We you just do, need. You need offensive line. You need. We just pass, need. A, yeah. yeah, we need bullets, man. We need a lot of people to come in. What's and, the surefire thing you want to hit? Quarterback has to happen. Makes sense. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Same questions for you guys, brother. Plain and simple. Secondary and quarterback. No more, no less. Yeah. We got it. Go or I'm not trying to cut you off, but I think pass rush is pretty important. As I well. agree with that. Too. Without the pass rush, there's no point of having a good secondary. Pass rush. I mean, we can get that later on, in, in, in my point of view. I feel like there's some guys uh, early it's, it's, second it's, it's, round. It's, it's, it's some guys that are secondary guys. Like, I'm talking about uh, Mackenzie Alexander. Yeah. I would take a Vernon Hargreaves. I don't care who we get, man. Mm-hmm. We got to do something to secondary. I secondary so, what's the most important area to years, attack? Man. What's the most important area for you guys to attack in the draft? Quarterback and secondary. What yeah. do you want with your first pick? First pick? I want Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, okay. I want Jaylen Say Ramsey. Ramsey goes third, then who do you want? If Ramsey went third, trade down. See, that's a tough man. If because if, Ramsey is, you know, the sexiest he's guy. He's that complete. Yeah, you got a good football team. Like your offense is set at all positions. You, a second receiver wouldn't hurt you. You know, you I mean? need to take what you what can get you over the hump. That's why you got to think about that because it's kind of nice having this high pick. Because based on Romo being out, Romo ain't out. Y'all don't got this pick right now. No, you yeah. know, if, if if you can't get Ramsey, if I'm a Dallas Cowboy. I want to get a quarterback. You know what I mean? You would pick Absolutely. them four? Huh? For number four? No, I would trade down. Okay. I would find a way to get one of the other guys. I mean, yeah. I'll, But I'll, if I had to, I'd take Paxton Lynch, man. This, this I think, it's, I I think want, it's important. I want, I want Paxton Lynch. It's important man, to get somebody, man. I think it's important for you guys. You really need to be rooting for Tunsil to go third. You know what I mean? Because yeah. y'all don't yeah. need the offensive lineman, and he's the other top guy coming, you right. know, coming I mean, down. The offensive line is fine. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah one of the best, yeah. Well, all I, I want to do is do something dumb like pick up Ezekiel Elliott. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that is foolish, man. But Johnny I could see Manziel. you guys doing it, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate y'all, man. Mr. I ain't gonna lie, man. Indictment, man. man. I think indictment. y'all done a, y'all have done a good job of not taking this foolish High picks. profile. Yeah, yeah. man. Done like, a good job. Taking Martin out of uh, Notre Dame, which his brother's coming out this year. Yeah, Looks like he'd be a nice little product. He also injured um, Sean Lee during a non-contact drill. Sean Lee hurts Martin? himself making pancakes, yeah, man. Zach Martin blocked uh, Sean Lee on a non-contact drill. Sean Lee needs to get on out of here, man. Yeah. He's not going to stay on the field, He sacrifices man. himself, and I appreciate that. Yeah, whatever, What man. if you— uh, He hasn't done anything. Took a middle yeah, linebacker. He's a, he's a long-tenured cowboy. He hasn't done uh, anything. He, but he does what he does. He doesn't do anything. That's exactly <laughs> what he does. <laughs> he collects checks, man. He sits, sits in ice baths all the time. Y'all hate man. Y'all uh, hate We're nah, ganging man. up on you right now. No, nah, man. I'm telling you like it is, man. I mean, every time somebody plays for your team, you can't be like, man, I appreciate your effort. You didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like Riley Cooper, he's gone. He was supposed to be our next second receiver. Right. Peace, motherfucker. You know what I mean? I'm glad you're gone. You didn't do anything. I'm not happy to see you. Hope you land on your feet. No, man. Fuck you. Go somewhere else. You know what I mean? So I don't – you just give them too much tenure. You're like, oh, man, they played for us. They played their heart out. They never saw the field, man. Yeah. They never did anything. The one guy that I'm glad that we only gave a one-year extension is uh, old boy at Alabama. What's his name, man? Uh I kind of like him. Linebacker, man. man. Yeah. I like him. The dude that got drafted yeah, by the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan. Did y'all McClain. sign him back? McClain. Yeah, we signed him for one year. McClain, yeah. 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 Rolando McClain. Yeah, McClain. Rolando McClain. Yeah. yeah he was I mean, a good dude player. was supposed to be. He held it together. He hit in, you know, uh, for the linebacker. He's supposed to be the, the new Patrick Willis. 15 years, right. Yeah. He held it together without Sean Lee. He really did. Yeah. He d- he did fail. I like him. He did fail. I thought he did good considering your secondary sucks. You Man. lost your you lost your best member of the secondary going into last year, uh, Skandrick. Uh, yeah, we lost we, we lost Skandrick for the whole year last year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, considering all that was lost, you lost probably your two best players that weren't Greg Hardy on defense, and uh, he held it together. I mean, defense wasn't great, but it was good enough to win football games. You know what I mean? But you're off. But you didn't have a quarterback that could not throw pick six. I like y'all's D tackle. I can't think of his name right now. He's good at getting pressure. Can't think of his name. Kind of bright, bright dude. I'm a fan of that guy, anyways. I, I think y'all are the best deal. team going into the season in the NFC, though. Uh, yeah, that, I don't uh, think about all that. Yeah. I do. Tony Romo stays healthy, man. That team wins twelve games easy. We got Mr. Bionic, man, getting bones fused together. Yeah, man. I, plates and stuff. I'm saying if he stays on the field, man, your team's set. If he's not on the field, as per usual with majority of the teams in the league, your team's not nearly as good. You know what I mean? But if you set yourself up with, like, Brandon Wheaton, what, what you expect, man? You think they're better than Carolina and Yeah, Arizona I think Carolina. And, yeah. You yeah. think Carolina's yeah. starting to demise, don't you? Demise? No. Will they be 15-1? and one? I don't think so. I think they'll probably maybe still win the division. I don't know. Even without Norman. No, I think they'll be not 15-1, and one, but they'll still have a really good record. Yeah, I think 13 so, too. 13 or so wins. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Especially getting uh, Kelvin Benjamin back, I, I too. I don't and, think Arizona will. You don't think you don't think they'll do great next year? I don't think they'll be 12-13 wins. They win the division again, in my opinion. I think yeah, so, too. I, yeah. think, I think Arizona's going to be all right, man. Yeah. No, they, they will. I, I think they pick up right where they left off. They no, got a great coach, man. I agree. As long I, as you keep Palmer healthy, they're good to go. Same thing with the Cowboys, with Romo. What do y'all think the Raiders are going to do? The Raiders, I like Continue a lot. to improve, man. I think yeah. it matters on what Denver does with their quarterback situation. The reason I say that is I don't think San Diego – I think San Diego is probably the worst team in the division, right? I think uh, if Denver doesn't have a quarterback, I think Kansas City is the best team in the division. And then I think Oakland is the second best team. If Denver gets a decent quarterback with that defense – Oakland's the third best team in the division. Right. Battle until the end for the playoffs, but not good. And I don't think they're better than Kansas City or uh, 
Denver with a quarterback. With the quarterback. Yeah. With Mark Sanchez. <laughs> oh, man. I'll take the Raiders second. Denver's going to address their quarterback issue at some point. Yeah. But, I mean, none of those guys are the answer. I'm just saying. You don't need a guy to be, no. be all world. You no, know? you don't need him, obviously. Yeah. You know, yeah. but. You need uh, a guy to be Joe Flacco. Not even that. You just need to be a broke ass Peyton Manning. I'm just Oz Waller or Peyton Manning last year. You know, I've just never been fond of Flacco, man. I'm not either. Quarterback who wins a championship with elite defense, man. Right. He made plays, man. He's clutch in the playoffs. He is. It seems like he heats up throughout the season. Ask By Patriot the the year, fans. Patriot go. fans hate him. Yeah, he he knocked the Patriots out a few times. Patriot so. fans hate him. But it's only as a wild card, man. They get hot. All right, we're going to touch on one more thing before we get out of here. Toby Smith, the new head coach of the Memphis State Tigers. Yeah, woo-hoo. Uh, now, we were discussing this on the way upstairs here to the studio that uh, – uh, What's his first name? Assistant Coach Lawson. Keelan Lawson. Yeah, man, we're trying to move him to uh, uh, player personnel. Person, player personnel. But they're right. saying that if a uh, if a coach, uh, it's, it's done. They already it's, moved it's him. Done. They're setting the appeal. Well, I mean, it's not done. Done. It still no, has to be. Yeah, you have to get approved from the NCAA to be able to do this. It takes two years, I believe. Gary Parrish was not very. Gary Parrish wasn't very high on this, saying it was going to work out. He said everyone he asked. Basically said no. Of course, this appeal is not going to go through. Yeah, you know, like the it's article ridiculous. I read through the commercial appeal before I came in when I got home off work. They were saying it was going to go commercial through. appeal. I ain't heard shit about it in about a week though since no, our last this, show. This was tonight. I got a okay. I got an update on it. I mean, I hope so. Hope it works out. Whatnot, but you can't. Just in case anyone doesn't know, you can't move an assistant coach that has any type of ties to recruiting, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Lawson boys, you know, right? Uh, you can't move them to a lesser role. You know, a non-coaching role. Yeah, non-coaching role. Yeah. You have and, to be some type of coach or not be on the team. And, and this guy's, Or get a special appeal and, or whatever. And he's really know. trying to like be a career assistant. Like He's trying to get a good job. He doesn't like want that. this position. That's no, why no. Diedrich got entered back into the draft, you know? He right. doesn't want to be it's, a not it's a, coach. It's a damn demotion to be blamed now. It is a demotion. It's a smack in the face. Man. It's just getting, giving you money and a title. Like, you're not actually a coach, you know? No, no, but that's, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing, like, yeah. he's real serious about being – the yeah. assistant coaches, like he's, he's trying got, to. To be blatantly honest, man, the guy's kind of got the resume. Yeah. He's coached in high school. He's got titles. Sounds he's like an ex college yeah, player. And he's got these damn sons. Give right. me Penny Hardaway, man. Man, also, uh, you can't hate on Tubby for being loyal to his guys. He's basically had the same three guys since he's left. If Kentucky. I'm taking over uh, a mediocre program. I'm bringing in my own people. If that's what I. But I tell fit. you this right now, man. If 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 I have to tell one of those guys, you be director, player, whatever the fuck, and I keep Keelan, and I get two of those boys already, and then the third one's coming, coming in. Coming in in that team. I'm fucking making. I'll fire one if I have to. That's no, too much I, to I get. Too. You know, yeah. I would too. Because you because you're messing up your important. whole team for the next four years, really. Right. Basically, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, you'd be scrap scrap keeping guys. I'm not saying demote him. Yeah. I'm just saying, if I'm the head coach, I want to choose who's on my staff. I agree. You know, yeah. uh, you should have I that mean, control. Apparently, the University of Memphis made some kind of deal with Lawson before they hired uh, Tubby Smith, and then Tubby wasn't down with the shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. If, That's I not mean, a good start. I mean, Tubby's got the tenure, but let's be honest about the situation. Is I respect Tubby. I hate Kentucky completely. I hated them before Crooked Perry went up that way. Tubby's but, 65 years old, man. How much All the great coaches are 60-something years old, but, man. But Who's Memphis, the ho- Memphis, man, we snarls about barbecue and we snarls about basketball. Don't just think you're coming in here to kick a can around, man. 
you got to do what you're going to do to preserve He's taking job, five man. teams if to the NCAA dude, tournament. If, who would dude, you, if who? dude does not keep Lawson, Tubby Smith will be out of here depending on what he does on the court in about three years, man. I disagree. No, I'll give him five. I Tubby's not three leaving until he's man. ready to go. Unless he's got health issues. In that case, we might as well have kept passing them. No, man. No, no, hell no. No, why is that the case? Why is it, no, yeah. Did you see the way that I looked when I said that? Why was no. it either or? Yeah. No, dude. It's not the same he, thing. He's got to do what he's got to well, do. Who would you have rather have gotten job, instead of uh, Tubby? Who would I rather have gotten? Mm-hmm. My heart says Penny, but who I really wanted, and I've been saying this for three, four years, we should have probably went and got Jeff Capel out of Duke, man. I don't like nah, that. man. I'm not yeah. big on that. Yeah, I would have took Capel. I'll take Tubby, man. What you, what you get when you take Tubby, man, you're getting a guy that you know can come in and coach his team to a tournament bid. And that's what you got to have right now. You can't waste any more years of, like, hoping a coach can come out of the assistant but, ranks and make something. CJ, his recruiting, man. His recruiting is awful, CJ. He wins he with whatever he has. three-star <laughs> recruits. And wins with it. I'm not denying the fact that he wins. And, you know, you'll be able to recruit. Just based off of being in Memphis. Well, the fact is that we were getting good recruits and not doing anything with them. So yeah, if you right. do something yeah. with lesser recruits, and, and we I'll were, take and that. We we're losing them. I'm I'll happy because that. I know I got a coach now. And I got a guy who can coach. Other, other than Kentucky, I didn't mean to cut you off. Other than Kentucky, Memphis State is bigger than any job he's coached at. Texas Tech, Minnesota, right. whatever. Yeah. Memphis State's a bigger program other than Kentucky. So... I don't know. Anything else you want to chime in, my friend? No, man. Y'all have stolen the show. No, nah, man. You nah, stole man. the show. <laughs> you did with your incredible smile and no, pa- pa- undeniable. Me, man. Seriously, I'm just torn on that one. I really am. Yeah. What do you mean? It wasn't a sexy hire. I take it if we win. I think it I'm is sexy. <laughs> I think it's flashy. But, yeah, I think it is too. I think it was like, man, we're we're coming in and we're gonna get a guy. Like we're not gonna play around and take He's whoever. Established. You know? uh, now, if flashy is Mike Shazeski, no, it wasn't flashy. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't. Of course, as y'all know, it wasn't what everybody was hoping for. I think Buzz Williams and uh, Greg I, Marshall were both unrealistic no, expectations. I agree. With you I, I, agree. I was like, that's Forbes. the only thing you could have did better. I was liking Forbes, but Tubby Smith is proven. That's why you didn't proven. take Forbes. Yeah. you couldn't take another guy that you hope can hope make it work. work. Out. You know, you had to take a guy this that was you the right knew one. Can, yeah. And hopefully, there's somebody on the staff that'll be able to uh, succeed. Toby Smith, man. I say not a home run hire like Greg Marshall or something, but it's definitely you know. I think it's really good. I don't see anything negative yeah, about it right. unless we lose the Lawson boys, right? And then we just sit back for his whole tenure, man. He has to put Keelan on the staff. Yeah, I'm and, putting that out there. That's like, fine. It has to happen. Do it, man. Make it happen. CJ, you good? Anything you want to chime in? I'm draft, good, anything? man. I really enjoyed the show. It was nice having uh, Greg on. Greg mm-hmm. did a great job. He's Always. really knowledgeable of the draft. Mm-hmm. It was fun. We have to next year talk more leading up to the draft. I don't really have anyone to talk to about the draft. <laughs> well, there's Facebook for that. Uh, and telephones. No, no, nobody uses telephones. We'll Skype. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. All right. Uh, R.I.P. Prince. Uh, God is good to me. I love my show. I'm out. Peace. Peace.
podcast as a production of OM Audio and the OM Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.